This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Hi there, I'm Kate Stevenson. So this, of course, is The Relish Podcast, a celebration of all things food, wine and travel. This week on the show, Melbourne really does represent when it comes to world-class spirits and Brunswick locals' gospel distilleries are being lauded for their rye whiskies. I'll chat to Gospel's Bodie Howell about how we can celebrate Rye July, it's very different to Dry July, and their latest release, Gospel Legacy. Also, there's nothing like it in Melbourne. After a huge reno, the SB came back bigger and better than ever. But they're not sitting still. What was the SP Kitchen at the back of the pub has just had a huge makeover. An Italian-American diner, Louis, has arrived. I'll ask exec chef Tony Moss what's on the menu. And in Eat, Drink, Do Melbourne, how you can get a quarter of your bill back at Commune Group restaurants, including Moon House and New Quarter. St Kilda's Rufio has launched a new winter menu and it's 100% gluten-free. How you can celebrate truffle season in a drink or five at Yarraville's Navi. Strato Melbourne is enticing you into their sky-high bar and restaurant with some drink specials and the new free Winter Lights Festival featuring this month at the Rialto. All that is coming up on the Relish Podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Easy Music 3MP plays all your favourite songs to help you relax. But don't forget who's taking you home and in whose arms you're going to be. Songs you grew up with. So darling, say the last dance for me. Songs you know. Songs you love. Relax with us. Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Well, we know that this country and this city are full of success stories when it comes to craft distilleries producing world-class spirits, and Gospel Whiskey is no exception. One of few distilleries tackling real rye whiskies, their spirits are stocked in some of the city's best bars, and so dedicated are they to this specific style of whiskey that they have declared this month Rye July. Here to talk about what that means and also about their latest release is Gospel's Bodie Howell. Bodie, welcome. Hi there. Thanks for having me. No, no worries. Now, I did learn a little bit from you the other week at a fabulous night at Whiskey and Almond in the city, but I'm quite early on in my own whiskey journey. So you do need to forgive me a bit. What, what is the difference between rye and other whiskies? Well, the core difference is the grain that it's made from. Rye is made from rye grain, whereas you've got uh, corn and barley whiskies predominantly, bourbon being a, a corn-based whiskey, uh, single malts, Irish, uh, Scottish whiskies all being made with malted barley. Rye, I guess, as a, a style of whiskey, kind of sits in, the, in between the two. You know, it's uh, not quite as sweet as bourbon, not quite as savoury as scotch and single malts, but the biggest difference is the grain character, the dryness and the spice that comes along with rye grain itself. So it does make enough of a difference to the flavour that, you know, a whiskey aficionado would would be able to say taste and go, that's definitely a rye and that's definitely a barley? Oh, yeah, significantly. Like, you will know it's a rye whiskey if you drink it. Rye is such a dry and spicy grain. I mean, if you look at rye bread, for example, compared to white bread, you've got those dark, dense, dry, aromatic characters. Those are the flavours that you get in rye whiskey as well. You get that spice character that comes from the grain. So you'll be able to tell it's a rye whiskey just from that hint of spice that comes from the grain. Yeah, right. And so are many people making it in Australia? It's not uh, as popular as other styles of whiskey in Australia. Generally, we're making a lot of, you know, single malt and kind of Scottish styles whiskies 
in Australia at the moment. Uh, there are some people who are making corn-based and American styles of whiskey. Rye is probably one of the smallest parts of, of whiskey made around the world. Uh, at the moment, I believe Gospel is the only distillery who's exclusively using rye grain. Um, but there are a few fantastic whiskies coming out around uh, Australia. I mean, Archie Rose have won awards for their rye, and you've got people like Belgrove and Tasmania who make a really interesting rye whiskey. Uh, but no one's really as dedicated it as to it, the grain itself, as we are. Wow, so there must be one very uh, happy farmer out there, Bodie. Where are you sourcing your rye from? That's it. Well, we actually do get all of our all of our rye grain from one farmer. Uh, out in the Murray Mallee, right on the border of Victoria and South Australia, just outside of a town called Pinaroo. Um, we've got a farmer there who actually grows about one fifth of all of Australia's rye grain, wow. and we get our grain from him specifically. I love it. So I've got the the beautiful gospel straight rye whiskey at home, and I have tried mm. um, your Solera as well. But you guys have a new release. What's that? That's it. We've got a, a legacy rye that came out maybe about. Uh, five or six days ago now, which is really exciting. It's actually uh, the first time that we've introduced corn and barley into one of our rye whiskies. So a little bit different to what a lot of people have seen from us before. Pretty much everything we've ever released in the past has been made from 100% rye grain. Uh, but this is uh, one of our project releases, so a smaller smaller release. I think we made just over a 1,000 bottles. Uh, and it's the first time we've got those other grains in it. So it's 59% rye, 35% corn, and 6% malted barley. And so for people who, who drink gospel whiskey, and I know there are a lot of Melburnians who are really passionate about it, what does that mean for the flavour profile? So if they drink your straight or they have your Solera, if they try the, the legacy, what are they going to notice in terms of sort of uh, flavour differences? Well, I think the biggest difference with the whiskey that we've made in the past is it is a rye whiskey, and rye is a traditionally American style of whiskey, but a lot of American ryes will have uh, corn or barley or other grains in it. There's not a lot of American ryes. Uh, that people are familiar with at least that are 100% rye grain like our whiskies. So if they drink our whiskies and enjoy them, they're kind of getting that really uniquely Australian take on rye. Whereas this is a little bit uh, more of a throwback to a kind of an older style of rye, really reminiscent of Maryland style rye. Now, can I can we talk very quickly about the BAC, the the alcohol in it? Because I did have a little taste the other week, Bodie. It's 56%. Mm-hmm. But I tasted it neat and it's completely sippable. How is that even possible? Well, that's one of the things that we always look to do with our project releases. You know, it's um, trying to make sure that we're putting a whiskey out that is where it needs to be drunk. You know, we'll take a whiskey out of the barrel. We, we put the whiskey in the barrel around 58% and sometimes it can come out at 60, 62, 64%. Um, but as we as we taste it, we try to drop down the alcohol percentage slowly and and see where that flavor really lands best. You know, alcohol is a vehicle for flavor. So sometimes you need that higher ABV to really get the point across with what you're trying to show with your whiskey. And I think that the corn and barley, the different grain in, in that mouthfeel really rounds out the intensity of the rye. But there's so much richness and, and oil and texture there at 56%. So as we were tasting it, we really decided that's where it drinks best and that's what's in the bottle. And it was amazing. Hey, before we wrap, some people do dry July Bodhi, which, you know, I haven't tackled just yet. I quite like the idea of what you guys are doing instead, which is rye July. What does that mean? What What's happening as part of that? Well, that's it. I always like to think it's, you know, good to offer people alternatives. So rye <laughs> July is uh, kind of like Christmas for us as a rye whiskey distillery, you know quite a, a big thing that happens over in America where you do have a lot more rye whiskey distilleries uh, and it's something that we really want to bring here to Australia a bit of a, a showcase of what rye is for people like yourself who are kind of still learning about the grain uh, what the grain character adds to the whiskey 
uh, the versatility and the incredible history of rye whiskey and just giving people an opportunity to try something that they might not have tried before. And last year, just to make sure that even if people did uh, want to do a dry July, we actually released our responsible rye, which is a uh, non-alcoholic rye whiskey. So you could do rye July, you can do dry July, or you can do a dry Ooh. rye July if you want to do a little bit of both. Gee whiz, you are covering all bases there, aren't you? Bodie Hal, Events and Brand Activation Coordinator at the Gospel Distillers. Congratulations. Legacy really is a stunning and it's a unique Australian whiskey. We'll encourage people to head to thegospelwhiskey.com for some more info and to order a bottle. And while they're there, they can click on Rye July for a full list of all the events happening this month. Thank you so much for your time today. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Bodie. Stick around. Coming up, the SB Kitchen has had a refresh and Louis has arrived on Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Well, it's one of the most impressive pub renovations of, I reckon, the last two decades at least. But somehow the SB Hotel retained its rustic local charm while gaining a myriad of spaces, each with their own personalities and purposes. And now there's been another little refresh. Down the back of the pub, what was the Espy Kitchen, has had a pretty fun makeover and Italian-American diner Louis has arrived. Joining me now is the Espy's exec chef, Tony Moss. Tony, welcome. Thank you for having me, Kate. No worries. Hey, Louis sounds pretty fun, Yeah. It is a pretty vibing space. I think when you walk in, uh, you get transformed from walking through the SB and when you're in Louise, uh, it's just a whole different world out there. And that's really interesting because we know, you know, when you go into the SB, those spaces are so different and so fun. How much has changed in terms of the room itself when you head out the back into the kitchen there? I don't think you would recognise that it was the SB kitchen when you when you walk back into the space. Uh, you'll be surprised at just the, 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 the fun elements that have been popped through the whole venue. It's, a, it's like a disco, American sort of New York style bar, funky kitchen. It's, it's a very impressive feat. I love it. Hey, it's interesting you say that Italian, you know, um, New York style bar. Can I ask a stupid question, Tony? Because I actually haven't travelled in the US a lot. What what are we, you know, what are we talking about when we say Italian American cuisine? What does that mean? So I think red red sauce, really cheesy. The flavours are really forward. The big, the, it's it's just like the American New York personality so it's not super refined italian we're not trying to be anything that we're not it's really flavor forward red sauce joint saucy cheesy parmesan olive oil chili it's it's a bit of a um, punch in the mouth really it's just italian on steroids like you know america does everything a little bit you know bigger and brighter don't they so what can we expect what are some of the things on on the menu at louis so i think some of the really cool parts of the menu like first up, it's all sharing style. So uh, order as, as much or as little as you want. Uh, beautiful pizzas coming out of the Marana wood-fired ovens there. So we've got a beautiful burrata pizza. So it's like a margarita, but there's a whole burrata on top. Olive oil, smash it open. It's super cheesy, fresh, tasty. Uh, we've got some pull-apart meatball sliders, oh. which are topped with buffalo mozzarella. So it's squished into some beautiful milk milk bread and then you pull it apart at the table and it's sort of just yeah cheesy porky meatball uh flavor bomb in your mouth so those are two 
uh, really awesome go-to dishes. Then we extrude pasta in-house, big rigatoni with vodka sauce. So we're sort of really uh, keeping it simple, but the produce is uh, at the forefront. So it's cheesy and tasty. And it sounds like, you know, good sort of big flavours and big dishes that will, will help you soak soak up the booze and the, the drinks that the SP does so well. Do you think, Tony, are the rules changing a little bit around pubs? I mean, you headed the kitchen at O'Connell's, um, which is, you know, a gorgeous classic Melbourne pub. I love it. It's stunning, but, you know, pretty traditional pub food. Are people a bit more open to more creativity from pubs these days, do you think? Absolutely. And I think in a space like the SB, where you can have an experience in five different places and it's not going to be the same, we, we sort of have a, a bit more license here to be a bit more exciting. We push the boundaries a little bit more. The customers love it. And I think that is where we're heading because we've got to be an experience. You can't you can't just do old pub food anymore. You've got to have that point of difference. And I think Louise especially, uh, you're transformed into another world. And what a gig you've got because it is really, I think it's it's pretty much unlike anything else in Melbourne, the SB. It is a much-loved pub. You know, people love it. They're going to go anyway. But you've got a place that, that has spaces like a band room, a front bar, a Chinese restaurant and now an Italian diner and it all seems to work together. Your exec chef in charge of all of that, how much fun is that for you? It's exciting. I think the, the team here that we have are great. We couldn't do it without uh, the, the collective knowledge that we've got in this building. Uh, the, the history of the team and the building itself is uh, outstanding. But the, it's it is very unique. You don't have many venues that will have four different outlets running at the same time so seamlessly and so different. Yeah, I love it. I, um, it hasn't been long that Louise has been open. What has been the reaction so far from punters? So everyone's stunned. I think they didn't think that it was going to be as ex- as exciting as it is. Um, the, we've got a house band on Wednesdays who play, um, which is just, that's a vibe. There's a disco ball that sort of uh, comes down from the ceiling when the lights go down uh, at the at the end of the night, late night dining on Friday, Saturday. So you can have a bit of a pizza and uh, then jump into the Gersh room for a bit of a dance, which is yes. quite exciting. And brunch on Saturdays, which we have some amazing performers who belt out some tunes and it's a, it is a different vibe. It's an experience. It's not just food. It's the whole atmosphere. It's, it's very unique, unique. I love it. Tony Moss, executive chef at the ESPY. It just sounds like a lot of fun and, and I guess just another reason to visit the ESPY. We'll send people to louis.com.au, that's L-O-U-E-Y, louis.com.au, to drool over your menu and plan their visit. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. No problem. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Tony. Stick around. There's a little bit more to come in the form of tips on what to eat, drink and do in Melbourne on Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up with 3MP and crystal clear stereo right across Melbourne. There to make a better, clearer sound for you to enjoy your easy music favourites. Upgrade your radio to DAB Plus and change the way you listen to Easy Music 3MP. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. All right, there's a little bit of time left, so of course we need to talk all things Eat, Drink, Do Melbourne. And first up, 
I'm going to say it because he lives. Yes, we love eating and drinking, but lots of us are being a bit more discerning when it comes to the hip pocket these days. So the good news is the team behind some of this city's most fun eateries, Commune Group, is giving you 25% of your entire bill back to you as a voucher if you dine with them from Monday to Thursday all the way through until the end of July. So that offer stands for all six of their venues. Think Paran's Firebird, uh, Moon House in Balaclava, there's Richmond's New Quarter, Tokyo Tina and the two Hanoi Hannas. That's six great restaurants that are already really good value. So book in, enjoy your meal and then you can head to communegroup.com.au slash redeem to claim your voucher. Now, if you know someone who's celiac, you'll know it's a little bit of a nightmare heading out to dine for them and sometimes for their fellow diners. But did you know that there's a super cool Latin fusion restaurant and rooftop bar that's serving up fabulous 100% gluten-free food? Rufio has just launched a new winter menu in St Kilda. So think smoked eggplant wrappers with miso tofu and chipotle mayo or sticky lamb ribs with confit garlic, pickled daikon and beetroot crisps. They've also got a really fun drinks list at that bar. So not one, but six margaritas or perlas like the Harry Habanero with Mezcal, Montenegro Amaro, pineapple and habanero salt. You can check out their menu and plan your visit at rufio.co. And to drink, well, truffle season doesn't just mean scoffing rich food. At Yarraville Fine Diner Navi, they're offering up a truly indulgent truffle cocktail flight in their bar Navi Lounge all through July. We're talking five carefully curated cocktails alongside three of the dishes from the restaurant's truffle menu and a selection of some crowd favourites. So I think dishes like a beautiful kangaroo daffinoir with miso and truffle or pear caramel with truffle ice cream and waffle alongside Chef Julian Hill's classics like their William Sourdough with cured butter. You will need to book for this experience because they're only available for a limited number of patrons each night that the bar's open. So that's Wednesdays to Saturdays, head to restaurantnavi.com.au to nab your spot. And speaking of the finer things, one of Melbourne's newest sky-high bars and restaurants, Strato Melbourne, is serving up some drink specials to entice you in and show off their sublime views. First up, there's a happy hour each Wednesday, Thursday and Sunday. You can pop in between 5 and 7pm, order a drink, and get another to the same value, as simple as that. Or if you're peckish, you could take advantage of their whiny winter. Make a dinner reservation and enjoy a complimentary bottle of Twisted Trunk Shiraz on Strato. For all the details, head to their What's On page at stratomelbourne.com.au. And finally, do. Well, do get into the Rialto to check out their 10-day Winter Lights Festival that's taking place from July 19th. If you haven't been in there for a while, you might be surprised by how much things have changed at the Rialto. So this is your excuse to check it out and enjoy interactive light installations from some of this country's most exciting artists, some nightly entertainment and, of course, some festival-themed cocktails, food and bites each night from 5pm till late. Look out for the large-scale projection artwork that leads into that Rialto Piazza and then you can just follow the lights and the music and the sound and the colour all the way through from Collins Street to Flinders Lane and King Street. The best thing is... It is free. So just head on in from the 19th of July. Uh, you can find out more at rialto.com.au slash aglow. Well, that's it for this episode. It's been great to chat to you. I'd love to hear from you as well. Relish at 3mp.com.au. This has been the Relish podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel for Melbourne's easy music. 
3MP. You've been listening to The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson.